0: need to find my bong that's what i need to do because then i can make a proper intro so that everyone can go oh i must be listening to that wonderful podcast called the stone genius hey tsg here ro what up what up what up um i was super high the first two times i recorded this show and you're like what the first two times you record more than one episode in a day uh I have done that. I will tell you, I don't like that. The uh sound. So when I used to be a professional speaker, have you? Um as a trainer, professional, I mean trainer, so I spoke professionally and you know, in front of people or whatever. Hold on. And my pen keeps getting bubbles in it, my cart. That's a rip right there. Um. Ooh, that's going make me feel cocoa good. Uh. So yeah, this is the third time I've recorded this show. Today. Whoa! <laughs> oh man! <coughs> oh! My goodness! Guess I should have a glass of water over here when I do that. Wow! Heckity-hookity-ha-ha-wow. Hold on. That is exactly what that rip takes. So anyway, I recorded this morning. 35 minutes, 37 minutes into the recording, I came up with some really good points. So I was like, fuck, no one's going to listen to 37 minutes of that show and still be interested enough to pick up that I had a really great point. So I said, ixnay on the first nay. I don't know if that's pig Latin or not. Can we even say pig Latin? And if we can say pig Latin, what is more offensive, pig or Latin? I mean, is it racist to say Latin or can we not call a pig a pig anymore? Are they swine? I don't know where things are anymore. Anyway, so I decided to do a second show. As a first show. It was just going to be a replacement show. I was going to take all... It was going to be like a best hits of the first episode I did this morning. And then I was going to put it out. And just take the best snippets of that first show and put it out. And then probably add some stuff. So it would be like releasing a best of album, but then you have two or three new songs in there. That's what I was going to do. Once again. You're welcome, motherfuckers. So anyway. Anyway. I record the second show, and then I don't know what happened on it. I think I was too high, maybe at the beginning, and then I lost my way. And I've already deleted. I literally deleted these because I was so upset with them. I I was upset, and I did this. Nope. I did this. Yeah. I was crying on the inside. I don't know why a trombone would be crying on the inside, but I was crying on the inside, so I deleted. Them. I should have kept them. someday they could have been comedy gold, so I didn't keep them though. And um, so what happened was it went all over the place, and then I ran out of time because I had to go to hand therapy, and then I didn't get a chance. I wasn't going to have a chance to upload it because I had to work, and then I was like, you know what? So I went by my work and said, you know what? I have an idea. I'm here early, but instead of me clocking in early, how about if I just don't clock in at all today and take a PTO day? So now I'm recording show three Uh, because I I – deleted the first two so I have no idea what was said on them Uh, but I have made notes and my notes is first note look at that I am right on track we are 4 minutes and 20 seconds whoa 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 into this show and the very first note this is the third time I've recorded this show so I am right on track now I will tell you if there is anyone that was a a uh Talking Tampa Bay Sports with Roe, that for some reason decided to stay here. It was just too lazy to unfollow me as the Stone Genius because that's all I did was transition my old shit to this one because my laziness prevented me from doing a new email and setting up a new account. It was just easier to change the name. I could have deleted all the previous episodes. Which I may at some point. So it's only this, but at this point I haven't done that. So Oh, and I'm not using my announcer voice. I'm using my regular voice. And here it Oh, yeah, that'd be good. I'm making notes because I don't have an I don't have a producer. Which has led to some trouble. I'm gonna get to that. That's a note also. Um so anyway, the so people that used to follow Talking Tampa Bay Sports with Roe, I used to always lament how difficult it was to record an episode of that show. There are many things that contributed to it. The two major things was not having a co-host. In my perception, not having a co-host because having a co-host means that I have to Perform, record at a certain time. We've already prearranged when we we're going to record, and I set that up, or we set that up, and we adhere to that. I didn't have that. I also had where, with the seasons, hockey and football going on, it was hard to find a good break even point. It seemed like every time there were like two days off between sports, which would have been a great time to record and put out a show. One of the teams, whoever played last, would have done something horrific or shitty or stupid. Like I don't know, say take their jersey off, uh, throw their gloves in the stand, and ran off, run off the field. Antonio Brown. Uh, so. I used to lament that, and here I am recording three shows of this. I mean, by the end of the day, I'm going to have recorded like two and a half hours of this. If someone was smart out there, and there's not very many people that are smart out there. Remember Genius, top 2%. Anyway, if there was someone really smart out there that had money, they would just pay me a dollar amount, supply me with an endless amount of We, not an endless amount, but just enough to keep my creative juices going. And then they could just take my ideas from me. I have a lot of great ideas. I think there are a lot of people. So I'm going to change. I don't have this down as a note. What was my next? Fuck it. I'll go back. So some people like things different than others. Let's use my mom and my uncle, for example. So my uncle is younger than my mom, don't know by how much, but they're both like, my mom's 82 and he can't be that far behind. But one of my mom's complaints is my uncle is an artist and he is an amazing artist. But often he gets to the end of a creation and then it bogs down or he'll want to make changes. And I think my mom, that's always complained that's always been a complaint of my mom because she says that he can't ever finish anything. And it's like, to some people, that is not a sense of fulfillment, finishing it it's actually doing it. So it can be anticlimactic to finish it because you may have enjoyed the journey and now that's over. And perhaps you don't have the same exact journey to go on. And instead of anticipating something that may be as enjoyable, you may be dreading something that will be less enjoyable. Wow. See, that is why cannabis is good for you. That right there. That was a moment of clarity that was like around the nine-minute mark. I'm actually going to write that down. I don't even listen to my own shows, but I'm going to listen to that. That from like 8.30, 8.25 to like 9.03 of this show, amazing. I don't know if they have awards for that, but that could win an award. Now... I will say, I could also be so high that I'm just imagining all that because that happens a lot too. It does. Uh, I don't even – I think I was going to deviate and go some – oh, down some tandem. Yeah. So like me, when I play – when I used to play Madden football, and I still play it, but i changed my habits now because I identified them. The fun was not in playing the season. To me, the fun was the off-season, the signing of free agents, the drafting of players, doing different things. To me, that was a more enjoyable part of the game. So someone... There are people that probably hated that part of it. Now, this is also why I'm a big believer in having people that are experts. I've never been one to... There are a lot of things. Let's do this. My brother-in-law. Hey, Brian. He's probably someone that listens or maybe not. I don't fucking know. Anyway, Brian is a general contractor. And when he used to live in Lawrence, Kansas, we lived in DeSoto, Kansas, not too far apart. Um, So we used to see him every once in a while. We're a great distance now, so we don't get to see Brian and his family much anymore. So... Anyway, he was close by, and he came by, and I had built this beautiful workbench in the garage. I mean, and that's just not me saying it. That is my brother-in-law saying that. The problem was, he goes, that's beautiful. He goes, who built it? And I go, I did. He goes, how long did it take you? See, he knows the right questions to ask me as well. He goes, who built it? I did. How long did it take you? I said, I don't know, six, seven hours, something like that. And I go, and it was funny because it wasn't a smirk. It was nothing. It probably was something that most people wouldn't be, it would probably be considered a micro expression. Whatever the fuck he did though, I was like, why? How long would it take you? He goes, I don't know, less than an hour. But that's the difference. But he also had said, we did, so at a previous house that we'd had, I had redesigned our bathroom. When my wife was out of town, I had him come in, in town. we, we uh, we had French doors that went into the bathroom. We took those out to to narrow it to a normal door size. We didn't need it to be so wide. And by doing that, I was able to widen the shower, which just was on the other side of the doorway. We were able to put heated floors in. I redesigned the, the whole closet because it was a shambles the way it was set up. And he came in and did everything. And it was funny because at one point, Because I was basically watching it. I told him everything I wanted. I had sketched it out, put it. He had redone. He had done the measurements and everything. And at one point, he goes, do you want to try some of this? And I think we were 40 seconds in before I injured myself. Yeah. So that's kind of how that happens with me. So it's not that I couldn't do the work. It's that... To me, I will be, why would I do the work? There are people that do that work. And I don't mean that, and I mean that in every sense of the way, I could never do the stuff that Brian does. I could, I I could, I can build a workbench. I probably could have done a lot of what was done in the bathroom, maybe not up to code and probably increasing the fire risk two or three fold. That, however, I don't want anything to do with. That's why I always believe in having specialists. Um, Specialists are the ones that change directions. I'm going to change directions real quick. So a lot of people talk about in business. They want what they want now. I want mobile, agile people that can jump from job to job or change directions on a dime and everything. And they think that sounds great, but it sucks. And here is my analogy for that. So I am the big cruise ship. Okay. Here I am. I am fully prepared to, for me to set sail, I have to have enough food on board for the people that are going to be there. Enough clean water, linen, whatever. I have to be fully prepared before I set sail. I am a huge giant vessel and unfortunately if someone falls overboard it's a pain in the ass for me to turn around to find them because i don't turn on a dime so then you have like a little small boat let's even like a high speed i know most my audience is old enough to know miami vice unless it's the what was it, Jamie Fox? Uh, okay, what was the other guy's name? I can't think of his name. um Scottish actor, I think. Anyway, but uh, Miami Vice, think that those type of boats. So, man, they can change direction. They can do this, that, and the other. That is great. But if a big storm comes up unexpectedly, which one of those two do you want to be in? You are out in open water. You are going to the same destination. Does it matter that you have 20 super nimble boats that can fly around and do everything if the waves increase by 20 feet and the winds pick up and the storms come and the rains come and the lightning come or do you want to be a big cruise liner? It doesn't matter if you have one of those, 10 of those, 20 of those, they're all going to be destroyed in that storm. Or if they're not what's their condition going to be on the way back? Or do they retreat and give up and say, well, we're going to have to try again, think of something else. Or do you go with uh, someone? Yeah, you need those those specialized people. Yeah. So anyway, that wasn't as deep as that that first section around the nine-minute mark. But, I mean, I get it. Quick and agile sounds great, but it's really doesn't. When the race that much oh uh, let's see uh i guess it's easy to talk oh yeah shoot i didn't finish this thought earlier when i was talking about tampa bay sports that people that used to listen to that show and are too lazy to hit unfollow and are continuing to follow the show as it transitioned into the stone genius i was apologizing to them because it was very difficult for me to do those shows. And the reason being is I wrote the note on here. I guess it's easy to talk about things that you love as opposed to things that cause you pain. (sighs) Yeah, Tampa Bay sports, you cause me pain. Although uh, last night's game was a great game. So last night, whenever you heard this in time, it was whatever it doesn't, They were actually playing, and I should have worn it. I forgot to wear it until I turned it on, and then I was so thrown off the jerseys. The Lightning played New Jersey Devils, they were in all black jerseys that, or sweaters that just said jersey on them. New Jersey, before they were there, they were in Colorado as the Rockies, and before that, they were in Kansas City as the Scouts. I have an old Scouts jersey. So the few times a year that the Lightning Play, the Devils, I, New Jersey, I usually wear not a lightning jersey. I wear my Kansas City Scouts jersey. So anyway, last night's game was great, but it has been hard to talk about their sport. So uh, let's see. What else? I have another. Oh, the last note that I had for talking Tampa Bay sports with the row listeners is that at least feel good knowing that I'm still a shitty producer. That has not changed. That has not changed at all. Uh, let's see. I'm going to talk real quick about uh, the Crane Organics debacle. And I don't mean debacle. So I'm going to tell you what happened because I'm also going to talk about communication and how important it is. I will talk about anything. There is nothing that I find. It, I Let me rephrase that. There is nothing yet that I have found to a, offensive to gross to whatever to talk about. It just, I mean, it's just, it's just, it, that just doesn't bother me. Um, so I, I, I'm really big on communication. If I haven't said on this show and I probably did, but I'm always a big believer in, and it, this is probably even outdated now, but don't text if you can email, don't email if you can call and don't call if you can see someone face to face. That's how I generally would try to do things because things will get lost. So let me give you a background. I am very excited that this show in conjunction with my other show, The Roro Show with Steven, I'll be interviewing a company called Cran Organics. Now, I don't have their exact information in front of me, but they do high-end... edibles. And I believe they're gluten-free. I believe they they are high-end gourmet edibles and, and they are something special. From the the way I learned about them is a very good friend of mine has tried them and raves about them. So I have not yet tried them, but I do have it on on good knowledge that they are a very good products. So we have been trying to get this this interview with Crane organic set up cuz I'm very interested in learning about that. Me personally edibles don't do anything for me and they never have. I may not be trying the right ones. I I I don't know. Some people say that it has to do with my low body fat content uh th- th- whatever reason edibles have never worked. And it's not like I haven't tried like high volumes of it. It's not like, oh, well, he tried 50 milligrams and you know, didn't work. I've tried over 600 milligrams at one time and didn't work. My wife's like, you're going to die. And I'm like, well, I'd be the first person that died from this. So at least you would get on a lot of news shows. I never felt anything. And not like the good type of not feel anything. Because a lot of times when you get high, that's what you want. That good type of, uh, I don't feel nothing. Cheech and Chong, like, I don't feel anything. I know, please, if someone, that I don't know what that, I know that wasn't Cheech or Chong. I don't know what that was. It was a chud. If you don't know what a chud is, it's a cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. a movie in the 80s. Look it up. That's what a chud sounded like. Anyway, I, I, I've never felt anything So I from Edible. So I was excited about talking to them and everything. So we were going to set up the interview. And I will tell you that even though I sound like I am just one heck of a professional and I do it all, which I do, And I'm not, but we were going to, usually I do the interviews remotely and I have told them this and I will continue. Probably by the time you're listening to this, I'm going to have an amazing studio somewhere. And I just deep throated the microphone. I'm sorry. And I didn't gag. That's weird. Nope. (laughs) Um now, I've, I forgot. Now that I've deep threaded the microphone, I totally forgot where I, I was talking. I think I was talking about something relatively important, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, Crano Gannett guys. Yeah. So I was going to, we're setting up an interview. And when I talk about my studio right now, it is my desk at my place that, that I share with my wife. And we actually have it set up here, a fairly permanent, although not permanent. We have a setup. Boo arms everything where her and i when we do our program together that we can be here i can't have one guest here in studio um to join me i and i have my i can do up to two guests it's just not easy i would have to move and do things so originally we were going to set up this interview where I was going to interview the CEO and the vice president and they were going to be at separate locations and we were going to call in. The the concern that I had as a new podcaster and a producer was that I would not be able to control their audio independently. So if something was happening in the background, uh, jackhammering and what, I can't mute a certain, because they're going to be on the same channel. So I'm gonna I'd have to mute them both. So that was a one concern that I had. And previous previous to this, I had invited my friend who had introduced me to this company. I had invited him over. I haven't seen him in a while. I was like, "Hey, you could come over. We could do dinner, and you could just listen in. I'll give you. You could monitor and listen in to the the podcast as we were recorded." And so then I started thinking, and I threw this out there last night. I just threw out. Hey, if you're gonna come over, maybe one of the guys want to come with you. I could do the interview and then we just have one on the phone. So then so that's the last thing I threw out. Uh, just thinking that would eliminate I'm all about identifying problems and eliminating. Now I something I don't know what I got. I don't know what I something from the back of my throat was on. The tip of the microphone. Just the tip. Just, yeah, right there. Just the tip. So, um, so then I started getting some. It, so that happened last night. Then I started working on the interview. So one thing I always complain about is being a producer. So with the actual interviews that I do, if you ever listen to a show, you'll know when I have notes because I will talk about that. I reference the notes. I need the notes. I, or I would need a, a producer in my ear. Then I wouldn't need any of this shit. But I need I, I need to have some sort of game plan to go forward. And so I was working on notes and I had, usually I ask people that I interview, are there any questions you would, you know, are there any questions you would like to be asked? And I don't know if I usually explain it, but my my inference is like out of the normal. We're just going to talk. We're going to interview and we're going to talk. But is there something, do you want to lead it in a certain direction? Do you want to, if I'm talking to a real estate agent, do you want to talk about the current real estate market or the future real estate? You know, do you want to, there's something that you want to talk about or is there something you don't want to talk about? So I had asked that just like I do everyone else. And they sent me, they basically had done the interview. It was there. There were a ton of questions. It was amazing. If I could pay them, I would pay one or both of them to become my producer. So I don't have to do that. Me no likey. So I got all these questions. So last night I sent back, hey, to my friend, if you want to see if, uh, Daniel or Alex, I want to come with you. That would... And I didn't really elaborate why. I just said that would work out. I didn't need to elaborate why to him. So then I start working on questions last night. And because then I... First of all, I'm not used to someone sending me a question. So I have to go through... I have to vet the questions. I mean... <laughs> They could be a crazy person for all I know. So anyway, I'm going through the question. They're great questions. And then I, I was thinking of follow-up questions that I would ask, and I'm just putting them down. And, it, you know, as I go through an interview, I do that. I'll write down notes and try to get to them, or I have a tendency to just pump the brakes and say, hey, let's stop right here. I got a follow-up question. I want to ask for that. So I was going through that. And then today when I was at physical therapy for my hand, um, I got a text and it said, could everyone show up to my studio, including uh, someone to do video and photography, which I love video and photography. That's my trade. I love that. That's cool. Um, My living room, my little tiny apartment. I share with my wife and my dog and occasionally a kid or two. Um, So I ended up wanting to talk to Alex. So I called Alex today and he conferenced in Daniel. And this is what I wanted to get to. And I know it's the long way around, but communication. We just talked. I explained to them exactly what my concerns were with them being remotely. Because even with them both being remotely, one of them sounded good. One of them did not sound as good. And that's fine, but if there was, and one of them you could tell was out and about, and the other one sounded like they were stationary somewhere in a quiet room or something. So that being said, I can't segregate that one channel out and then mute that. I would have to keep that in. So I told them that, I explained to them everything, and they were... So then we started talking back and forth, and they were like, oh. And I even told them that when I started going through the questions that that I had so many follow-up questions that I thought it would really need to be two shows. One about who Crane Organic is and what they do and what they have to offer, and then the other is more of the background. Like, think if you've ever watched Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Daniel was talking, and I was geeking out. I was loving that shit. I mean... It was, so that was, that was fun for me too. But I, I, and I told them this, I go, I really think these are two separate episodes and they're like, that's fine. So, so that's what we're going to do. And so we started talking more and then they started talking about, do we know anyone? So we think we may have someone with a conference room. So we're going to be able to all get together and do this and then be able to do everything. But all we needed to do is everyone just took a breath, got on the phone together and we talked it out. I mean, it's hard. If you, tr- if we tried to finish that communication, I mean, look at this—the this simple text that was sent last night. Hey, if you, if you, if you—and I'm stressing that because it's if you, not when you. If you come over, maybe you can see if one of those guys wants to come. And then today, it's a photo shoot at my house, and I'm naked half the time when I do these. It, at least from the pants down, so. And 100% of the time of my daughters I know aren't stopping by. So I don't need that type of photographic exposure. And not everyone has a lens that can make me look as good as I need to look. Hmm. So anyway, we talked it all through. So that was supposed to happen this weekend. It may still happen this weekend. It's going to happen sometime soon. But I'm super excited about that. So if you're, you're obviously into the green stuff if you're listening to the show, but that those are going to be fun. So you'll get to learn about flavors and some of the, the, not about flavors, but uh, about some of the background and about the the company and how someone actually went from, because every stoners had that idea. I I should start whatever it is. And a lot of times it does have to do with food. Often here in the winter time, I just want to open a place that serves grilled cheese and chili. And that's it. Grilled cheese and chili. And alcohol. And have karaoke. That, those are the... And then, no special. Like, uh, you can pick the bread that you want your grilled cheese on. And you can pick beans, no beans. And other than that, it's, it's fuck off. So... You should know that when you come there so we don't have to discuss anything and get all freaky. But, you know, I want to know how he went from, hey, I would like to start this company to this is a company. And then not only that, it's not just a a company. Like I started this podcast because I wanted to start a podcast. Well, the cannabis industry is not like that or at least I've been misinformed if it is like that. I believe there's a lot of regulations that go through, and so that's why we have people to talk to. And then we'll talk about the differences because of where they're located in Kansas City. Kansas City straddles two states, Kansas and Missouri, medicinal, legal in Missouri, nothing even remotely even thought about being legal in Kansas. So we'll get to that information. So I'm I'm super excited. But the whole reason I brought that up is, you know, once we talk about that, that's how it should be all the time. There are so many times where our daughters growing up would say something. that would be like, well, did you talk to them about it? And They'd be like, no. And it's like, what the fuck? I mean, that should be your, first, that's your default. Let's talk this out. So uh, let's see. What else do I have? Um oi Real quickly on my parents. and I can't do that real quickly. So here's some things. So I spent some time with my parents yesterday. I left work early yesterday, skipping work today. Not skipping, I'm taking a PTO day today. But I went to have dinner with them. They live in a retirement community, a really swanky one. Their dining hall room has just recently reopened. And not only has it reopened, it's reopened with a wonderful... Remodel. So really nice. It is funny. I I still think it's funny seeing people that don't do anything at all, dress up in a suit and tie and do their makeup and hair and everything to go eat dinner down there. So anyway, I went to eat with my parents. First of all, my mom talks to everyone. And I don't mean that like, oh, she talks to a lot of people. She talks to everyone she knows. She talks to fucking everyone. It does not matter. And I'm sure... I hope I'm different than that. I always have to say something that I'm like, I'm, I hope I'm different than that. Because I can talk to anyone. I don't think that I do talk to just anyone. So, and my mom just talks to everyone. Because you turn around and she's just gone. Sure, parents would hate a kid like that nowadays. Just disappeared. Of course, then you can just leave him. Yeah, someone took him. So, but so I went to eat dinner with them. They're talking to everyone. And first of all, we'll talk about my mom's story. My mom went to the store. So she ventured out of the house. She's 82. Ventured out for that first time in, I don't know, long ass time. And so she had a story. And When she has a story, she tells everyone the same story. I asked Bobby if I did that. She goes, no, you tell few people the same story over and over because I'm a stoner and I'll forget that I told you something. And if I do that, just stop me. Don't let me say the whole story. Don't. I mean, that's rude of me to tell you the whole story that I was so stoned that I don't remember that. But I was probably... I was probably much nicer to you, if that was the case. Anyway, just stop me. Bobby would be like, yeah, you told me. Ah, ah. And she'll put her hand up. So if you've ever seen us across the way and you see her hand go up and it looks like she's doing like a, ah. What she's doing is, you've told me this story. Shut up. I don't want to hear it again. I don't have the time for this. So, But she was telling the same story. So she was standing in line at a grocery store and she had a broom. She said, the gentleman behind her asked, where did you get that brome? And my mother pointed in a direction and said, over there. And the man replied, hold on. The man replied, great, I think I should get one and give it to my therapist so she can fly it on her way to work every day. <laughs> Yeah, I let that whole laughter cue run. That's how uncomfortable that story was. Over and over and over. So anyway, that happened. Then they decided they were going to introduce me to everyone. Now, I get upset about this. And once again, this is what my beautiful bride of 25 years this year... um. That's why she has to remind me stuff because maybe I'm forgetting because I always get upset because I'm like, you've introduced me to that person a thousand times and I'm upset with my parents because I'm like, you keep introducing me and I keep thinking, you know, I wonder what those parents, those people talk, but you know what it is? I'm the only one of the three of us that remembered that I had met that person before. Probably. Like the person I've met 20 times, they think every time is the first time. And there are new people there uh, that my mom, I guess, had met since the last time. Because we used to go and eat dinner with them quite a bit. Not quite a bit. Yeah, we did. I mean, it was free food, and I get to hang out with my parents. So... We used to go there quite a bit and eat. and So they're introducing me to everyone again. And for some reason, they decided they needed to tell everyone that I was adopted. Which I was adopted. I'll talk about that sometime because I did talk about that at length on one of my shows earlier that I've deleted. But I was adopted. So what I just found out last night, evidently, I was six months old when I was adopted which at 54, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. And I knew I was, I've always known I was adopted. They even said that they told me, I've just always known. They told me that they said when I was a tiny baby, they used to tell me that I was adopted. I don't know if that was to give me an inferiority complex or something or whether it was, but it worked. I mean, I just always knew I never had an issue with it. It was. It is what it is. So... And I always heard the story that when they got my sister, who was also adopted and 18 months older than I am, that they had to wait a long time to get her. So they thought they were going to have to wait a long time to get me. But evidently, within a week or so of putting in the paperwork, I became available. Satan spawned, shot out in St. Petersburg, Florida. So maybe... I mean, I guess we didn't have the conversation. For whatever reason, maybe we did have the conversation. I have always been under the assumption that I came home within a couple of weeks, that it's like, you know, you're born, stay the hospital a few days. I I don't know. But fairly soon. And I have pictures of when they brought me home. I know I wasn't six months. I'm big, tall. I was a tall kid. Even when I was born, I was a long kid. There's, I just find it hard to believe. None of our kids, neither one of our kids looked... Um, wow, that was weird. Uh. I remember when Trinity was six months old, people thought she was like 18 months old. So the thing that freaked me out on the clock is it was 1234 when I'm recording this and it was 56 seconds. So it was one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why I was a little freaking out over here. So anyway, uh, they kept telling everyone this is how it would go. Yeah, that's our son. We adopted him when he was six months old. Literally, that's how it went to everyone. So, I'm being introduced a lot. Then my parents were desperate to introduce me. Now, my parents always need a, a dentrif- identifier for you. So, like with me, it would probably be bold. Tall, bald—that'd that'd probably be the identifier with me. Just—I—I'm I, trying to—I—I th- don't—I'm not even sure. So there's always an identifier with everyone: the gay couple, the Democrats. I, I'm not kidding. They, because there is a there is a gay couple, a Democratic couple, and a black couple—all that live there. And if you think I'm going, "Oh, well, it's either a really small place or you're you're underestimating the the population of those groups." No. I do not think I am. And the funny thing is my parents think there's only one democratic couple and I'm like, "Well, I'm going to say the black couple and the gay couple may fall into the democrat a couple too but it is funny because there's always an identifier so last night my dad really wanted to meet someone so much so he started crying which he's had strokes that's he's a crier so am i usually on puppy videos or after sex but i too am a crier so anyway he was crying about and i couldn't understand his bobbly boob so i asked my mom when she finally stopped talking to everyone i go he's wanting me to just go introduce myself to this lady and i don't know why i found out why oh so it goes over this is an auschwitz uh, survivor this is and i do not remember her name because i'm so thrown up my mom because so then she has to tell her whole story about how 10 family members came in and only her and one other family member came out, all this stuff. And my immediate thought is I said, hi, but I want to go back and ask that lady because I'm not afraid to talk to anyone about anything or ask people questions. If you have a stump or an eye patch, I will probably ask you about it. And if you don't have a good story to go along with it, you better sure as well make one up before I get to you. But anyway, I'm just wondering, do you think that's how that woman is always introduced? I mean, would you would you want that? I mean, we're talking eighty years. I mean, we're talking World War Two started in what forty thirty nine us forty one. I believe thirty nine and us forty the world thirty nine, us forty one or something like that. So nineteen forty ish. So that was still eighty years ago. And if she was a child, so she's at least in her eighties or nineties or hundreds, somewhere in that ballpark. But would you always would you want people to introduce you as such? Would you like if you moved into a new place? Would you keep that quiet? Would that be like your HIPAA, and you wouldn't want anyone to talk about it? I wish I had something for a question mark. No, that's not it. So, I just I just wonder for her if she gets annoyed, you know. Let it go. It's 85 years ago. I'm I'm let, ready to go a day without talking about that. So, um, I think that's it. I don't know why I have a note at the bottom. It just says fucking pictures. Wow, I'm going to have to look into that one. I don't know what that's about. So anyway, Hey, remember if you've made it to this whole show, which this one's 45 minutes. So yes, I have done the equivalent of like two hours and 45 minutes a show today. What the f- no, no, I, ha- about two hours worth of show. See, I could do this every day. I could do two hours worth of show and I don't know how much of it was redundant, but if you're listening to the first hour, do you really listen to the second hour? We all know that. So anyway, I don't know when I'll do another one of these. Probably not till the end of the week. Uh, Hopefully this weekend I saw the Cran Organic guys on. So I am really, I I was excited about doing the interview with them to begin with. Even more so now. So after talking, this is the first time I I talked to them. We've done everything else via email up to now. So I've been, I was very excited about that talking to them today and I'm looking so forward to, to getting together with them together separately and, and talking about their products and then talking about the state of the industry. Cause uh, there'll be a lot of information about Kansas. I know a lot of people don't care about that, but Kansas is one of the most backward ass states on weed and just on there. You know, there seems to be a, a somewhat of a tolerance about weed, but They've never even, to my knowledge, it's never even made the Senate floor in Kansas to be voted on or not. So that's that's crazy. So I think we're one of three states. So you know who does know? Daniel Knows from Craner Organics. He's going to be on. We're going to talk about that. So I'm excited about that. Anyway, I look forward to the next time I get to talk to you I really enjoy doing this show. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do understand that I'm high when I do this show, but a lot of times I am high. And that's why I feel like I could do this show all the time. Maybe that's when I need. I do a Patreon account. I mean, uh, whatever those thing. So I've never, never thought about that. Maybe I'll do that. So I did an OnlyFans. I started an OnlyFans account so that I could make money and, uh, increase my retirement nest egg because right now my retirement nest egg is, gee, I hope my parents have more money than I thought, or I won Powerball or both, hopefully both. I mean, I am the type of person that if I'm going to ask for money, I'm going to ask for a lot of money. Like sometimes my wife used to say, and I did point this out to her, and it's funny because now in retrospect I find out that she has stopped saying it. Like if the Powerball was 600000000 million, she'd be like, oh, all I need is, it. I just wish all I need is a million. Yeah, everyone could use a million. Not everyone. Most people could use a million dollars and i just i go do you think that saying that out there in the universe is making it where whatever controls the universe my god your god a god the god whatever the universe itself really gives a shit about that cuz i want like i i am so greedy that if If I'm going to win Powerball, and here's why I've never won: we don't play. If we played Powerball and I won, I would want it to underestimate. I would want it to say, "Oh, the jackpot was six hundred and twenty million, but guess what? It was six hundred and twenty-seven million, bitches." I because I would that that's what I want. More money, more better. You thought I was going to say more problems? I wasn't. And I understand money can cause problems, but you know what? There are things called drugs. Drugs can eliminate problems. And if you're saying drugs just mask problems, I know. I get it. I will tell you, if I haven't said this story already, when I had a hand surgery, my hand surgeon had asked me, how my pain was doing? I go, I'm fine. They go, do you need a a refill on your pain pills? I go, I didn't fill And They go, you're not taking pain pills. I go, no. And they go, how is the pain? I go, well, I'm smoking. And They go cannabis. And so I showed him a picture. I had pre-rolled like 24 joints. And so I was like, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm smoking. He goes, well, you do understand that smoking just masks the pain doesn't get rid of it and i'm like what the fuck do you think and i literally said this because i'm not afraid of doctors i think a lot of people are because they're doctors i went to school for a long time but just remember this half the doctors graduated in the bottom of their class in the bottom half of their class half the doctors graduated in the bottom half of their class just remember that so when I, i was like what the fuck do you think pain pills do And he just gave me this weird look. And it's like, yeah, exactly, fucker. And I had taken pain pills for a long time. So I know exactly what pain pills can do to a person. And thank you, no thanks. So anyway, um, yeah. So the the ironic thing about that, I pre-rolled all those joints having hand surgery. Once I had hand surgery, I couldn't hold... And light, the joint, because I I was basically down to one hand. It was ridiculous, ridiculous, I tell ya. So, yeah, cut all those joints open and then the old. So uh, yeah, and I don't know how the bong became easier, but it did. Which reminds me, I need to find my bong. How is a stoner not know where the fuck his bong is? There should be something. No, that's not proper. So anyway, I know I said goodbye like 10 minutes ago. If you made it the extra 10 minutes, just like I tell my wife, thank you, I thought I was going to be done a while ago. Hey, anyway, till the next time, this is TSG. You can call me Road TSG or The Stone Genius. I'll talk to you later. Bye.